both of you yeah. yeah so silence i i was um you know um i was uh doing a, a reading for the for the queen of samadhi and um and it, it suddenly hit me that the the invocation is all to the divine silence of such and such to the divine silence of the soundless voice. And it, it, it hit me that, you know, we're, it's a constant. The silence in our lives is, 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 a, is a constant. Like it's there all the time. Um, even when there's sound, the sound is in is in the silence. And then the um, the the other part of it is uh, be, being a Sikh. There's there's a, a lot written about listening and. Uh, I, I mean, I, I don't listen very well when when I listen when I listen to to an instruction of some sort. I, I just hear those sort of key words, and then I'm just gone, and 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 I I haven't maybe quite listened to the to the whole uh, formation. Um, but yeah, in, you know, in Sikhism, it says such and such entity and such and such deity got their powers by listening and, and all all the all the all the magic tricks and the magic miracles it's all obtained by listening so i was just like wow that is so so powerful and and then i thought you know i think i think i came across that first when i when i first started um when I first came across that particular invocation, I remembered it then and then, and then, you know, how things are, it just goes away only to reappear like 20, 30, 40 years later. And, and I mean, there's so much written about sound and our world is all, um, you know, there's just sounds, sounds everywhere. I can hear the hear the sounds of the traffic going by on the street, and the hum of the refrigerator, and the TV blaring from time to time. So, and what other I, what other religious texts begin? Like I'm, you know, being raised Christian, I'm familiar with in the beginning there was the word which is a sound what do the other religious texts say about such a thing i think there's similarities no do you know no i, I well I, all ej's comment where he says all everything is your guru means you kind of have to listen <laughs> or you have to be 
a receptor if everything is your guru we're, we're we're being called upon to face all manifestations as as learn learning some some kind of learning and so we're kind of for that places in the reception the passive the receiving the uh, you know and in our culture manifestation is everything Passivity is nothing. It's, what are you talking about? <laughs> Being passive and listening. What are you talking about, man? I mean, it's all of the show. The show is, is, is my show is the thing, right? So it's like when I, yesterday I was up, I went and had my walk up the mountain. It was beautiful, beautiful, quiet. But you still hear all these little birds here and, you know, some's closer, some long way. And then you hear the traffic sometimes way down. And, you know, silence, like you say, is the constant. Because without silence, you can't hear anything. In a way, right? I mean... Explain that in a way. I want to I hear more. Well, if silence is not there then you can't hear anything because it's all noise. If there's no silence, then it's all noise. It's all stopped. There's, you know, that means there's, it's all filled in. And so you can't hear anything separate. I mean, I, I know that's a little obtuse, but it's, you know, with, without like Jasmine making the hair, this hair, special hair. We had to leave a little spit. We had to leave to make the hair. We had to have some white there. To oh, actually... your hair. I thought you were talking about putting on his turban or something. What are you talking about, Jim? You, you leaped into a world and I didn't follow. Well, he's, he's a, our, my painting master. So he told us to leave in the hair, to leave a little bit of white in there. So you can actually, there's a little bit of white in there, which is silence in a way for drawing. Thank you. Right. So I don't know if you call, like EJ talked a lot about negative space and, you know, and I don't quite understand this, if black is negative or whatever, but you do have to, like when I'm playing music, it's all about the spaces. Is there, you know, I have to look for spaces to play in. And it's kind of like silence. The space is silent or a relative of it. You know, it's, there's, there's room there for you. So, um, yeah, so, I, I mean, it's an enabler. Silence is an enabler of manifestation, I would say. And without it, it's the din. <laughs> and I think in our world, the din is not pretty. Like when I go for my walk in the bush, it's pretty. Everything's significant, right? The only non-significant is me banging my metal poles because it shouldn't be there. There shouldn't be a metal sound in the forest. It's wrong. It's not. And that's why I do it so that all the animals, oh, oh that wrong guy's here. <laughs> stay. We better stay away from him, you know? Like he looks skinny and no good meat. There's there's no good meat left on you, Jim, is there? No good meat left on me. <laughs> That's right. <laughs>
Yeah, the, the, the metal's bad, but the chainsaw. No, man, the chainsaw. <laughs> ah, I know. So listening. So one thing that Jazzy said that struck me too is I too sort of scan things, instructions. We'll, we'll keep with your example. And look for key words, right? Or key ideas that I, you know, I'm not really reading. I'm, I'm scanning and grabbing this, grabbing that, grabbing this. And then I want to go do. <laughs> and if I need to come back and listen some more, <laughs> then I will. But often, but I also question that in me when I do it, because it's such a habit, one that at least I can see, that I, I also have apprehensions about whether that's a good way to approach things is that there's this part of me, whether it's instructions or other things, it's, it's, it's an impatience if I'm being critical of myself um, or a, like another, a less critical way of looking at it would be like, yeah, 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 I know what you're going to say. So can we move past the part where I know what you're going to say and get to the next part? So I'm not listening or I'm like impatient, right? But it's also based on like, okay, okay. Um, and I'm not saying that that's a good way to live life by any means, but it's a way that I, I see myself living my life in, in, in certain circumstances. With the Spanish, I have to listen with absolutely every, every fiber of listening that I can drum up in that moment. And I'm still going to fail, going to fail, but at least without that extra like tuned inness, that listening, I'm really lost. So there's also a part of me that gets a lot of exercise listening so I can sort of understand what somebody's telling me in Spanish. So I've learned, as I've, I think I've said before, I, I learned, especially in the first year or two, that I really understood very little, I mean, minuscule amounts of what was being said to me or to Elena, because they just started talking to Elena. And I just studied, I, I didn't listen, but it's a kind of listening, I suppose. I watched how people, I watched how they moved. I watched posture. I listened for, I listened for tone. Mm -hmm. Because if I didn't understand what the sounds meant, I could understand the emotion in the tone. But that's something I've done for a very long time and I think it's super unfair to other people because they give so much away through tone. I mean, I, I, it's just the tone is, is, is far more interesting to me than the words that, 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 that are riding on the tone. Posture is a big giveaway too. You know, if you're, one is listening to posture, watching how someone sits or stands or fidgets or the composure of the muscles on their face tell, tell way more than the words, you know, way beyond the words that people share. So is listening to a posture, is that, a, is that an okay way to use your, your, your prompt? Well, I, I was, yeah, that was great. Yeah, because I was, I, was, I was just sitting here and just listening. And when you just, um, when you can just get into the, the listening, like Jim was saying about being receptive. Mm -hmm. So you just just listening to all the sounds without necessarily coloring them as, oh, what was that? That was a sharp noise. Oh, what was that? Uh, is seeing the same. 
Right. Um, see, can you listen? Can you see the same way that you're listening, so to speak? Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, we're 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 so conditioned to. We're just conditioned to to notice the hot girl, you know, for want of a better word, and and to miss everything else. And it's um, they do that in the Matrix very nicely. <laughs> what's what's that? Well, there's a scene with with Neo when he's being introduced to the Matrix, and he's walking through a, a sub program that one of the people on the the ship has created, a simulation. Yeah, I- and he's walking and he's like, look, this is all the Matrix. Every one of these people are the Matrix, regardless of how you see them. And then, of course, in the software program, there's a girl in a red dress that passes by and, of course, catches Neo's attention. And then immediately that, that red dress becomes an agent. So even superheroes like Neo from the Matrix were, were captured. His attention was drawn. <laughs> Well, you know what I find the best people for me to talk to are shy people mm. because they're really good listeners. Yes. And they don't want to talk. So what I do is I try and say something funny that about something they might be interested in. And if they laugh, then I know that, that they have some data there and I can go there. And just let let a conversation start then, because at least there's somebody at home there, right? And that's the the issue in our world is everybody's got their agenda so close to the surface, it's hard to get past their agenda with anything else. You know, even just an add-on, right? People people have learned to really keep their their agenda their world uh, un unhampered and you have to protect you have to, you have to protect yourself but that stops the receptivity that stops the passivity that that eliminates the and, and then it's all about me jimmy's what I want to do, and I'm going to do this, and I'm not listening, and I'm not, I don't care. <laughs> Fuck you, and blah, 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 blah. off it goes, right? Yeah. So I like it when I'm in the, when I'm allowing silence to be, uh, uh, allowing a silence. You know. And it's about the bush is about the only when I'm working. When I'm working, there's a silence there, by myself because I'm watching it go by. And wanting to be a part of it and not wreck it and letting it, letting it go, letting it go, right? Letting it manifest. You kind of have to have a letting to do, to do that. So, but yeah, I mean, silence, I was thinking last week, silence reminds me of sort of spirit because we don't have it. We don't own it in our eyes, ears. Even silence, I mean, listening to silence, you know, I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, what does that mean? Right? I mean, spirit, you know, being a spirit, what does that mean? It's hard to, both of them are hard to, to grasp. You know, I guess it's that, yeah, I mean, they're, they're hard to they're hard to manifest in, in any way that you can not wreck. 
Anyways, <laughs> no, no. Since 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 for Jim and Jazz, since I'm a bit of an emanator, meaning um, I I I'm not. Uh, it's not to say I'm not receptive. That would be misrepresenting myself, at least in the way I see myself. But I I do. And I emanate, like I want to talk, I want to tell stories, I want to share my experiences, I want to share my thoughts, I want to share my perspectives particularly. Those are the, the best things to share. This is what I see, as we've done for 25 years. This is what I see, what do you see? But as a person who sort of isn't shy in that way, maybe shy in other ways, can one emanate and... Does that disrupt the silence, you know, as a, both interiorly? I hope I'm being clear. Like, as I'm projecting out, emanating Fred, can an emanator, is it, is it a one-way street? Is it like I'm, I'm sending out, but I'm not receiving or I'm not hearing? I'm following a thought in my head and disappear really from this world. how does that fit in? Like if I were to shut up for a long time and not emanate, would I have the opportunity, a better opportunity to embrace and, and, and the listening in silence? I'll say silence more so than listening. What do you think? Yeah. Well, I, I think, uh, there's a certain amount of silence and just instinctually your, um, how do you say, what's the intuitionally? <laughs> I just think it, it, they're both parts of the same equation. So I, I think you can be listening and emanating at the same time. And in fact, we should, we, we should be active, right? Otherwise, I mean, we just, we just starve to death, right? <laughs> We'd just be sitting there. <laughs> I hope somebody feeds me soon. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but is there is there a way to be to be listening mm. and active at the same same? Yeah. Thank you. This is a common ground for for us. So when one is, well, I'm not going to use teaching. Because that's only Jim and I that where you emanate. Oh, out. he's teaching now. He's a teacher Dang. now. Oh, and you're a teacher now too. So when you good, we'll start there. But I think music is is better. A performers. Mm -hmm. So a performer is emanating, playing their music, singing, theater. They're emanating. But I I think the really fine moments are when one is playing, performing. We'll say performing and. It's super important for me anyways to feel the effects of the performance on the audience because I may want to alter something because the communi I can sense the communication isn't, isn't landing the way I'd like it to. Mm. So in that way, I guess it's true because one plays or performs and is listening to the response of an audience, whether it's a comedian or, or a bass player, no? Or a teacher. Yeah, I was, I was just, you reminded, as soon as you started talking, you reminded me of that legendary uh, Buckaroo Banza. As, he, as he's playing, his band is playing 
and they're playing and everybody's happy and it's a bar. And he says, stop the music. And he can just hear somebody in the audience, Penny, mm-hmm. crying. And, he, and, and, and the joke in that is he keeps calling her the wrong name because he could hear the crying, but he didn't hear her name. So he just kept, kept calling. I mean, Jim's a, Jim's a performer. He, how was it for you when you performed, Jim? Well, I mean, I look at this as performance, right? This is, it's like when I took, became, you know, minored in acting and then I was doing psychology at the same time, I realized, I mean, that's, we don't, we don't have a script. None of us. We have go-to stuff. We have go-to stuff. And sometimes we see moves that we might be able to try and pull in at the appropriate time. But that's the thing is that har- does, there, does what you manifest harmonize? Is there harmonization in, in the silence? So the silence is, 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 is happy <laughs> with your performance, right? Something needs to like your performance. Something needs to, you know, harmonize. You know, all of a sudden there's a tonality. Something is hit, hit striking a bell over there. So my performance can continue. As soon as I'm not harmonizing with anything in the universe, it's not a performance. It's Jimmy. Yeah. And uh, so that's, to me, it's, it's the effect. You know, can I recognize the effect on others in my performing? And, you know, I, 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 one thing about having a crowd that I learned right early on, like in grade four, I think, when I got my first laugh on stage, <laughs> I went, wow, I have a, they're all one thing. It's only one thing I'm talking to here. And they're responding as one thing. And I thought, I often think of them as many little things. So I have to kind of deal with all those things. I want, no, one thing gathers them and i realize it's a power and you have to it's got to be the right thing it's got to be the right thing that's all you know it's got to harmonize with all those people so the archetypal realities to me are the ones that i i and i'm going to it more and more only stuff that has archetypal significance these the, the information at the far ends of whatever system you're dealing with gets a little obscure and gets a lot human. It's a lot more human-y stuff. But the closer to archetypal, the easier it is to connect. Are you hungry? <laughs> Are you thirsty? Honest to God. I mean, that's why I'm up with my plants and stuff. And, and all the things I'm doing, I'm going to the dump today, getting stuff. If I don't harmonize, with the with the things i'm dead man i'm a dead man right and i'm still gonna and i got so i'm looking for the harmonization quality all day now especially because i'm old and and i got to see if i can still do things right and uh so yeah yeah i mean and music is all harmony though so i think it's been perverted you know on a large level the music to 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 a place where there's you know it's not a community it's not a 
he used to to kick people loose. That's what it was for. Music kick people loose, eh? From daily to daily stuff. Music, somebody singing. Whoa, nobody sings now in public because they'd be shot. <laughs> they just don't do it. In the old days, people would you go around in villages and play, people would sing. You know, my mom used to sing around the house. People don't sing anymore because it's it's freaky. <laughs> it's freaky. It's intimate, you know. Now, I'm I'm sorry to be uh, <laughs> bringing the the wet blanket to the parade, but I mean that we we have done damage to sound, to silence, as an animal. We're damaging it with non harmonics, and uh, you know, and it's and it makes. As an animal, we don't do well in that. We need harmonics. We need archetypal harmonics. Birds, <laughs> anything, right? But we we don't care about that. We're, we're busy. <laughs> harmonics don't mean anything. And musicians don't mean anything, right? Nothing, they're the bottom of the food chain. So silence is a, is a, I think a real we've we've done disservice to silence. I think we don't realize it's a it's a thing. It's almost like a spirit silence, you know. If you, I was just going to mention one thing too. Where I go skiing, there's a big bowl at the back, and we can crawl. We go in the bowl, and um, we have to traverse through the trees to get to the bowl. And then there's this huge expanse that you walk out. You walk out of the tree, whoa! And the silence is actually just loud. It's huge, expansive. And you feel like you just entered a church, right? Because the visuals too, like you stand on the feet, whoa, you know, there's two miles away, top of this mountain ridge, and, you know, and, and it's filled with silence. And it's spooky. It spooked everybody that steps out of there because it's it's loud. Well, that's that's one of the best ways I've ever had of being hit with silence, right? And uh, it was strong. It's strong, and it's all you know. You get a little you get a little teary in there <laughs> when you go in there by yourself and you just listen. And it's so I I mean I I like I like things that manifest and harmonize with with sound with silence you know that's what we do we're manifesting in silence divine silence stumbling around <laughs> it's pretty bad a lot of the time i mean it's pretty pretty funny i don't share that with everybody eh, that i'm kind of laughing at myself all day, all day long But yeah, harmony. Yeah, harmony, balance. I th I think we all, we all know people who are just receptive or just listening, and then we know people who are the emanators or very active, and and, and usually those people become the bosses, right? The, the active. That's right. That's right. But he's. 
just listening they don't they don't know what to what to do so to speak well they don't want to wreck the silence too you know there there's a carefulness about shy people right there's kids are being careful yeah. So silence is a sound? Well, silence could be the totality of the sound. Or silence could be the vehicle within which we hear. Yeah. Yeah. I, when I was listening to Jim describe it that while we've been chatting here, I, I wanted to ask him, but it would have interrupted the flow. That to me, it sounded how I heard what Jim was, how Jimmy was explaining silence was that it was like a bed, a carrier wave or a, a bed for the, for things to, to move, to be, to a bedding, right? To hold them, I guess is another mm -hmm. way to say it, or a bed in the sense, uh, there are other senses of bed, but maybe it's not the best word that it's a carrier, like it, it's the, it's the wire, sorry, the copper wire through which sound travels. That's another way of using bed. So I don't know if you, you guys were speaking of it as a sound in and of itself, or because Jim said it was really loud, which implies sound, mm -hmm. right? And uh, so is it, it, we often, I often shouldn't project, I often think silence is the lack of sound, which now speaking to you guys, I want to I want to rethink that sort of, you know, that definition that I've lived with, as superficial as it may be, to the divine silence. Wow, that's a lot of not sound. Yeah. Or is well, the silence deafening, as Jim was describing? Yeah, well... well uh, the what comes to my mind as well is the the Tibetans, uh, the Bardo Thodol, great book of liberation by hearing, by listening. But did you want me to say something else? <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> I was ready to listen. For more. <laughs> Manifest, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I um, one of the reasons I ended up here in Spain, uh -huh. at the top of a mountain with 12 other villagers, um, was because when I started car camping every summer for oh, more yeah. or less a decade... Uh -huh. And I remember very clearly sitting with Jim, Jimmy, at Lake Bowman in northern Montana in Glacier National Park. And Jimmy and Mary were able to make the effort and come down and spend some, some days with Elena and I and her father. And I remember in the night, the first night we got there, we set up camp and Elena and her father and I have loved this place very much. And we felt like we're, we're let, we didn't want to tell, Elena would refuse to allow me to tell anybody the name of the lake. Because she didn't oh. want anybody to come and spoil it, spoil what it is. So Jim and Mary came, and I took Jim, because what Elaine and I ended up doing when we traveled the West in our car was look for churches, natural mm -hmm. churches. That was sort of, this is a church mark on the map. 
So this was a special church that I sat with Jim one night on the shore of Lake Bowman. And it was an electrical storm. And I remember like, oh, we're so lucky or blessed or whatever words you like to describe when you feel good about like you, you caught it right. And Jimmy, I sat there in the, in the silence of the mountains watching a thunderstorm roll toward us and echo as it would thunder. And it was like, it was music. Do you remember this, Jim? Yeah, 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 yeah. Big, big. So those experiences contrasted with my life in the, you know, in the center of Chicago started to, uh, I felt a particular way in, in those spaces that I didn't feel at all in my life back in Chicago. There was a, it was a different, there was something important and different. And so because of that connection with those more silent, we'll say more quiet places, I started to develop a need to kind of find one, to, to be in more permanently. So, you know, that started, you know, eight, ten year search of like, where, where can we go next? That would rekindle those feelings I had, many of them, but one specifically with Jimmy at, at Lake Bowman. Just well, observing. A good A good search. I mean, I think it's what... And, you know, I was just thinking of you saying is really when we go, when we do anything, we have to quiet down before we do it. Kind of. You have to sort of quiet the thing down because you're going to start something at zero. And if you've got a plan, okay, it's hanging there in the air. But you have to get the whole thing to kind of quiet down to do something of of you know, specifically, you can rattle on, but if you can't quiet down to a zero, you're, you, I don't think you can be that effective in the world because you're always running around, you know, it's always, you're, you, you don't have a zero, you, you got to get to zero.